this is getting recorded. I never, I never actually read that other option on there. Oh, does it give you the option? To <laughs> yeah, it says, it says leave meeting or got it. I guess I'll click got it. Uh, gentlemen, I have some breaking news. <laughs> Veteran newsman, Lucas. Due to everyone in the cast of Saturday Night Live being out with COVID this week, they are needing to introduce a new featured player, a toilet. Oh, shit. Let's you're being, you're being called up to the majors. It's Saturday Night Live featuring a new cast of characters, Lori Beth Denberg, a toilet. Louis C.K. is back and he's on SNL. Fuck. The laugh cough. That's how you know you got me. Shit. I love it. I'm. I'm in, baby. I'm so in. The closest Only if I can bring you we with could me. get to Pete Davidson, Ariana Grande, and her <laughs> Korean makeup. <laughs> you guys see all the Pete Davidson's friends from King of Staten Island. You guys see all the memes on the internet of like Pete Davidson recently spotted with, and then it's like a very old or random celebrity like holding hands with <laughs> Seth Rogen. <laughs> Princess Diana, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh Dude, shit! If she was alive in 2021, she would definitely be dating Pete Davidson. Oh, for Dodie sure. Fayed would be out of the picture, <laughs> big time. Petey boy swings high above the weight class. The Pete Davidson beanie baby with all of his stupid tattoos on it. Stop <laughs> it. So dumb. <laughs> a fun- Maybe a, a Funko Dude, Pop. You, you, laugh, you laugh. I believe my sister funded like her first semester of college based off of the selling the princess die beanie baby. No way with the tags Shit. on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In a, it was in a, worth like, like five grand rubber container i don't know well something. maybe i don't know if it was if it was case. that one but i remember it was she sold a, she had like all the beanie she had like a lot of the really coveted ones and sold them at like sold them at the market at the market high you mean when like when the like divorced people were segmenting out their beanie babies and like the custody hearing that's when uh your sister decided yes to sell. <laughs> yes exactly kind of similar to nfts Beanie Babies, the original non-fungible uh, I mean, trinkets. Baseball cards. Baseball yeah, cards. Yeah, that's true. Baseball cards. <laughs> used to get a, a plug of tobacco with them, too. That's that's what I call hey. value. Hey, you used to get a stick of bubble gum. Huh? I nice, have a couple, nice, healthy stick of bubble gum. I have a couple gold-plated Pokemon cards sitting in a bin somewhere in my attic that I'm hoping will fund my future child's college education. oh can i tell you can i tell you something can i tell you uh, a really disheartening story is that to do with pokemon well it has to do with holding on to um uh, uh, uh souvenirs that you believe that are going to in- <laughs> increase uh, appreciate in value <laughs> sure what do you got so um bit of a humble brag to start but back in the 60s my grandfather helped to uh he helped to finance the astrodome Whoa. So like, yeah, I know. Yeah, he was. He was. He rubbed elbows with some of those like, um, Texas oil tycoons. Nice. Anyways, he went to the he went to the opening opening game at the Astrodome, which was the Astros, or he or it might have been the Colt Forty Fives at the time, but they were playing Hell the yeah. like nineteen sixty something Yankees. So like, 
you know, I mean, we have a resident Yankees fan, uh, Mr. Luke. I think I like, mean, J- J- Mar- I think uh, like Maris was on the team. Um, Mickey Mantle, uh, you know, just a bunch of a bunch of other a bunch of other really great players. So, um, my grandfather got two baseballs signed by the entire Yankees team Whoa. that year. Mm. He gave them to my dad. My dad held on to them for. <laughs> 60s up until the early 2000s until an idiot kid brought it to a baseball game with his friends and hit it over a fence and james earl jones's dog <laughs> until an idiot kid in the suburbs of chicago needed a baseball to play no um he took he took he he had him for forever and he actually this is back in the days when people used to keep shit in bank vaults oh, he actually wow. kept the two Tight. balls and balls in, in bank vaults well it was about 2007 or 2008. He took a, my dad took him to um, an auction and the guy looked at him. He's like, well, the good news is, is these are from, I can authenticate that these are from the sixties. However, the bad news is these are not signed by the players. My dad's like, what do you mean? And he said, look at the balls. And he showed that like, like Mickey Mantle had signed it like two or three times, which meant that these balls are just passed around to the locker room attendants <laughs> and they would just write, they would just sign like players' names on there and then just hand them out. So Damn long it. story, long story short, I'm glad I took everybody's time to tell that story about how we're sitting on two worthless baseballs from the sixties. I don't know, but hold on, I'm gonna hold on to them long enough until they find out that one of those locker room attendants actually like, you know, helped to found like saber metrics or something dumb like that. I think you could say, given none of us have had children, we're all sitting on two worthless balls right now. Oh, damn. Damn. Toilet <laughs> Got him. Yeah, bro, gotcha. you, you really are getting ready for your Saturday Night Live gig. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, well, with that. Uh, you guys ready to talk to- about more worthless, more worthless balls? Well, do you want to welcome everyone to our podcast first? You no. Heathen? No. Just leave him out in the cold. We haven't talked to him in over a month. You're not welcome. Our devoted listeners clamoring for more content. <laughs> all all you're the not, Belgians and Israelis and Irish. Yeah. You're, you're not well to. you're not welcome, but you can peer in through the window if you'd like. Well, you can that. develop a parasocial relationship with us. Go ahead, toilet. A, Bring us a in. pair a pair of social relationships. Parasocial. Well, Relate relatively social? Is that what that means? A parrot social? Are you? Is that what you're trying to say? Like a disability? Like a, a parrot? parrot? Like like you you have a bird on your shoulder? Uh, it's kind of like you have a bird on your shoulder in that it's annoying and it smells and it's really a one way conversation. Well, thanks cool. for the excellent segue. Speaking of something that is annoying, welcome to a Midwest podcast where a parasocial <laughs> parasocial experiment hosted by your boy Sack. Um, my name is Toilet. This will be my last episode before joining the Saturday Night Live crew. So thanks, <laughs> thanks for helping springboard hey, this is, my career. This is, gonna be a, this is gonna be a very worthwhile episode. Then, yeah, this, true. Uh, my name is oh, and, Luke, and and, Luke. and Toilet, bring me along so I can do my Don Pardo imitation in, in the big <laughs> leagues, please. The new person just doesn't have the juice. It sounded pretty good there, Luke. I actually was just at. Uh, speaking of, I was just at Rockefeller Center this past week on Saturday night, mind you. Whoa. Yeah, how, how was the the Big Apple? Trashy, a lot of trash. 
a lot of garbage, a lot of garbage. This is trash in the street. Just Does it smell look more like piss or trash? This is really well, piss, trash, and really bad marijuana. Not that I ever know what that <laughs> smells like, though. <laughs> So does it smell like piss the same way that Bourbon Street does? Or is it more just like city sewery kind of smell? City sewer. Though I haven't been to um I have not been to New Orleans, but I would I would oh, suggest really? I would I would agree that it probably smells more like city piss sewer. Okay. Piss sewer city. Piss Bourbon sewer Street city, New York. S- smells incredible in the way that it, it's hard to believe how bad <laughs> that place smells like like we like are we talking like we talking like like crappy college bar on a saturday night no we're talking about like giant open medieval sewer <laughs> like like wrigley on a hot day oh god like Wrigley on a hot day after a riot where they turned over every porta potty in the neighborhood down Addison Street. That that's the way that it smells. It, uh, Zach, I'm, can you give us? Oh, sorry. Uh, no, it, it's hard to believe how bad it smells. But Zach, uh, how 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 did you find yourself in New York? Like, what made you take the journey to uh, to the big city? The the misses and I wanted some Christmas spirit, so we decided to go to New York City. And there really weren't a lot of lights, and it was like. 55 and rainy so it felt more like uh april in the city felt more like we were going to like an opening weekend for a yankees game like a true uh new york city uh hey. uh tourist how much of your time was actually spent in nyc versus being in new jersey like a poser <laughs> <laughs> we did fly in and out of new jersey and i believe i w- within the first within the first hour of being in new jersey i already hated New Jersey transit more than, more than I would, I, I mean, the, New Jersey transit makes, makes the CTA and Metra look like the most functional, well-oiled machines you have ever seen in your life. I mean, oh, yeah, we, we originally, we got, we got there in like the first, the first, like, I think it's like newer corridor or something like that or whatever, like Secaucus train or, you know, whatever it's called. Like it took, it was 45 minutes late. I mean, the trains come every half an hour. Like, how are you 45 minutes late on a half-hour train? That's just your it comes every right half an there. hour. Like, not everywhere can have the blue line and the orange line to whip you right into the middle of the city. Seriously, leaving every blue, four minutes. Blue line, blue line is blue line and orange line are are legit, but. Oh, yes, we had to deal with that. And then, like, on the way back, we had to be with a bunch of Cowboys and Giants fans on the train as we were going through Secaucus because everybody remembers that the New York Giants and the Jets do not play in New York. The New York football Giants. The Secaucus football Giants. The Meadowlands, New Jersey football (laughs) mall Jets. Football mall Jets. Uh. But yeah, we, we found our we found ourselves there because we wanted to do um wanted to do just a you know a, a getaway weekend and we wanted to go to New York because we're like oh New York City Christmas time really pretty right and there were parts that were I mean going up to Central Park was beautiful Central Park is awesome and yeah. we even stopped by like the spot where like John Lennon was shot and that was like pretty moving there's a guy playing the Beatles out in front of there like it was pretty. It was pretty cool. Like went to some awesome restaurants. Saw Wicked. Wicked was awesome. Uh, theater kid in me was like really excited to go see that. 
You see any questionable behavior by some homeless people? Yeah, yeah. Like for the first, this is actually kind of funny. The first like five minutes were we 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 took the train into Penn Station, which Penn Station is right under Madison Square Garden, the mecca. If you've ever, I mean, we're we're three sports journos, so we we need to we need to speak reverently about the mecca. Um, so I got out. We got out of there. We were walking. We we're walking up. Uh, I think it's like Eighth Avenue or so, or no, Fifth Seventh Avenue. I don't fucking know. Eighth Avenue. Eighth Se- Avenue. Eighth Avenue. No, no, it's Alphabet eighth. Avenue. Lower East Side. <laughs> Lower East. Lower East Side. Uh, and 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 this guy about he's like three sidewalk, you know, like full sidewalk panels. He's like three sidewalk panels in front of us, and he finishes his like small little high C cup of uh from McDonald's and like just flings it in the air when he's done and katie walks like right underneath it almost getting hit by it that was some fun questionable (laughs) questionable homeless behavior uh right off the bat i was almost hit by a missile in new york city (laughs) a missile full of high c (laughs) a piss missile peppermint schnapps (laughs) like new york city has to be a bottom five home i mean being homeless is sad in general and we should work to improve the homelessness situation, but New York City has to be a bottom five city to choose as a residency as a homeless person, is it not? I mean, it's got to be up there. It's a cold weather city that, in and of itself, sort of. And people are like options. cold and distant. Like I don't feel like there's a lot of generosity and benevolence up there. I'm walking here. There was actually a moment where some guy said, "I'm walking here." Oh my god! <laughs> yes, incredible. I, I did. Did, did eat... you take a picture with him? <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did eat my weight in uh, in pizza. the The pizza slices were pretty awesome. The food was great. Food was unbelievable. Like the food was just like everywhere we went, it was lights out. So it you sounds like you, you were. Go ahead. You said you were in Midtown like the entire time, right? Like you were in the tourist zone. Yeah, tourist well, things. Well, this is the first time I've been in New York City since I was like eight. Okay, maybe twelve. No, maybe thirteen. My dad and I went to go see old Yankee Stadium. And we saw Ooh. a doubleheader against the Rockies. That the old Yankee Stadium closed down in two thousand eight, I wanna say. I think we were still in high school. Don't give away our ages. I think the new one opened in oh nine. I could probably tell you. Ellis Field? No, not the the Polo. Yeah, we went to go see a game at the Polo Grounds (laughs) back when I was a kid. Uh, So it sounds like, Zach, you had some uh, redeeming qualities to New York City. There are a lot of frustrating elements, but overall you found yourself in, um, you know, some elite uh, nightlife with the, the Broadway show. And with uh, some of the food, is that? Oh, fuck yeah! Like the place we went to, the Italian restaurant we went to. I mean, I had Bottle linguine with red. clams. Bottle I had linguine. <laughs> There's your Billy Joel moment. <laughs> See, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, we had I had linguine with Long Island clams. It was mm. amazing. I've never had linguine with clams before. But we went to, we went to this place where Luke, you'd love this. You, I mean, you're as a resident Italian American. Uh, you basically <laughs> true, basically paid 30 bucks and you got like all the pasta you could get. And there were like three different kinds of pasta. I, 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 I went to Olive Garden. Soup salad I went to Olive Garden. 
<laughs> I went to Olive Garden. If that's what you got you're pizza asking. at Sabaro. Hey, you, yeah. <laughs> that is exactly what I thought. Every time I saw a New York pizza place, I was just like, I was thinking to myself that office joke when Michael's like, mm, "Time to get some good New York City pizza." And it's just a Sabaro. <laughs> Did you see the thing on Twitter where people were selling? nfts of olive garden but it was just pictures of olive garden locations not affiliated with olive garden at all just like pictures of olive garden take all of my ether right now my ethereum well i'm i'm glad to hear that you were able to slam clam in the in the big apple all weekend (laughs) with your wife uh unfortunately i found myself in the absolute worst city in america and that my friends is houston texas yes <laughs> let's go houston texas is the most godforsaken piece of shit concrete jungle ass wipe of a city i have ever had the displeasure of being in in my entire 30 year old life well why don't you tell us how you really feel so we get off the plane and <laughs> and good start Better than the alternative. True. Um, there are many airports in Houston. Wow, this, wow Luke. <laughs> the one that we flew into was the largest, not to brag. Um, but an acceptable oh, amount like, of time. Is it, George, is it George Bush? That's correct. George W. Bush, Bush International. Like, I don't believe it's George W. Bush. I believe it's George Bush Senior Intercontinental Airport. Well, I'm glad you got to fly around and uh, fly in and out of Bush with your girlfriend this past weekend. Nice. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that was well played. <clears throat> Joining well toilet this weekend is suck. 15-15. <laughs> Um, an acceptable amount of time, in my opinion, to wait for luggage to get to the uh, luggage claim area is under 45 minutes. Uh, in my experience, it took an hour and a half for the Houston airport employees to manage to get the bags from the plane onto the baggage claim area. Wait, 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 wait. You're talking like just you were standing at baggage claim. You think 45 minutes is an acceptable time to wait at baggage claim? I don't think it's acceptable, but I think like. 45 minutes and under you're like all right at least we got out of here now we can oh go. my gosh your expectations are incredibly low my friend. yeah dude i if i didn't get my bag within 20 minutes i'm probably freaking out yeah so we were pretty pissed i'm speaking off. to a manager at that point we're speaking I'm, to a manager i'm, I'm making crawling my under speak the, to a manager I'm crawling under the flaps uh, <laughs> just going up into the bowels of the airport I assume it's like a roller coaster back there. There are loop the loops with the baggage claim conveyor belts back there. Luke, we I believe we've all seen Monsters Inc. We know how everything's working behind the scenes. True. It's just uh, it's just a bunch okay, of okay. a bunch of a bunch of a bunch of bags being held up in these huge cavernous areas. The Egg airport workers face. are eating all of the edibles that they find. They don't give a shit if you go back there and ride the conveyor belts. It's all good. <laughs> This needs to be corrected. I believe you're thinking of Toy Story 2 when you're thinking of the bowels of an no. airport. Well, uh, same, well, same bowels dip. of an airport, but I'm thinking about bowels of an industrial area. So, you know uh, okay. what? Go, 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 go do something to yourself. Okay. Got it. Okay. I just want to make sure all the listeners were aware that we we do watch Pixar movies. Um, 
We're men. Grew up we watch Pixar. Pixar movies. Maybe maybe this is because I've only really flown Spirit and Frontier and Southwest Airlines up until this point. I'm not really at the level of um, experienced traveler while I'm willing to pay for American Delta um, on the on the regulars. So no free ads, but um, fuck all those previous airlines I mentioned because you all are dog shit. Um, <laughs> So that was the start. Um, and then everything in the city of Houston, Texas is you have to drive. And there are 80 lanes of traffic and there are U-turn lanes and left-hand only turning lanes and right-hand turning only lanes. And you have no goddamn idea what fucking lane you're in unless you're staring down at your phone, which is not an ideal situation mm-hmm. for anyone operating a vehicle. They're putting um, another lane on the Katy Highway too. That's yeah, the one good that they show them. that's like 32 lanes wide. Like when you look at Houston, if you just like open Apple or Google Maps and you just look at the city of Houston, like it's just roads. There's no parks. There's no like water features. There's nothing other than fucking roads everywhere. And it's horrible. Well, the water features tend to come up very quickly and surprisingly, but then they just take over the entire city. This is true. Yeah, there's no drainage for any of, like it rained while we were there and there were just puddles everywhere. Like there was absolutely no plan mm. for draining water or rain. Sounds like New York. Yikes. Might just float away. Um, it was just an awful experience. It's the worst city ever. The food was not very good. Uh, really? A lot of strip malls, a lot of like, uh like chain restaurants i don't know how many actual small businesses i really saw down there um there's like almost no sidewalks like nothing is walkable people don't walk around the city they just drive um it has like zero personality or character it was an awful four days so i will not be returning to houston we got any houston listeners out there please prove me wrong or you know what just move to a better fucking place you're in the midwestern time zone just come on up to somewhere better like nashville or chicago well actually uh toilet i i would like to counter with the blurb that houston wrote for itself okay great let's so let's i'm going them to play i'm going to play the devil's advocate and uh be houston a cultural and culinary heavyweight in the lone star state Houston hums with an energy and an independent spirit all its own. A leading cultural and culinary destination in the South. We know how well that independent energy went this past uh, winter. The city is home to... (laughs) Don't lose your accent. Get back into it. Get back into character. The city is home to over 11,000 restaurants, 10,000 which are subways, featuring cuisines from more than 70 countries. The thriving art scene includes a resident opera, ballet, symphony, a theater companies. The museum district houses three museums, 19 museums, all within walking distance, but you've got to get on the highway to get there. It's walking distance as the crow flies, but you get the idea. Be sure to visit Space Center Houston, where you can see NASA's historic mission control at the Johnson Space Center, sponsored by Visit Houston. That that's the cell. That's the big cell. How many subways do they have? <laughs> uh, Ten thousand. No, there was a little bit of editorializing in there. Got it. Okay. Um, yeah, I fucking hated it there. So, um, have either of you been before? I have been to Houston. 
I've been on my way through to Galveston, which is another weird place. That's that's the most bizarre spot. Toy Boy, I went, um, I think like 2005 or 2006. Um, another another stop on the Alan Zach uh, baseball stadiums trip, baseball stadium trips when I was a kid. Yeah, we did. Ooh, uh, that, nice. that was that was back when it was. Uh, no, it wasn't Enron. It was Minute Maid. I caught I caught a jo- I caught a Jock Jones batting practice home run ball. Jock Jones. Shout out Jock to Jock Jones. Jones. Jock Jones. I, speaking of Mike Jones, say something nice about Houston. Houston has given the world some incredible hip hop talent. Chameleonaire. Ch- Chameleonaire. Ever DJ heard of Screw. Him? Mike Jones. 281-330-8004. Is it not Paul Wall from there too? Paul Wall is from Houston. Um, <laughs> I wonder how many of them actually live in Houston and how many of them have left. <laughs> oh, UGK. hey, no. Um, All hey, of them are no, dead. All right, hey, stop. Stop. Luke, us indie boys, we got Arcade Fire. That's The Woodlands gave us the suburbs. Okay, that does not count. Arcade Fire claims montreal 100 percent. well no but the suburbs for- the suburbs is about the woodlands which is a suburb of houston which yeah. by the way how pretentious is it to call your to have the in front of your name kind of like the ohio state university as if we needed to confuse it with like i don't know miami of ohio or if we need to confuse it with ohio university no we aren't woodlands texas we aren't woodlands a suburb of houston no we are the woodlands texas texas there's this, entire... this, been, this is this is definitely the episode we need to chewy on i feel like we're about to start shitting on texas in a dangerous way well austin texas rules have you guys ever oh, yeah, seen austin, austin, gotta austin, see austin. yeah austin gotta see austin gotta see austin <laughs> <laughs> this one just yeah i want you guys to see austin 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 is great san antonio was okay we can stop. Win. We can stop shitting on Texas for a second because I know Luke had a contender in our group chat earlier today for another worst city in America. Do you, <laughs> yes. do you care oh to share? Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 So I've never spent considerable amount of time in Indianapolis. I've only driven through, given its name, the crossroads of America. So do you do you feel like you're ready to go off king about Indianapolis? I think I am ready to go off king about Indianapolis mm-hmm. because king go off. Because to be fair to Indianapolis, please don't be, don't be fair to Indianapolis. Be rude to Indianapolis. Well, I am I am going to be rude about Indianapolis, but I, I do want to be fair that I lived for four years about an hour away from what is like in terms of like population size, probably the twelfth largest metro area in the United States. And I visited there once the entirety of my college experience because you know why? Indy is boring as shit. It's boring like everyone's like, oh, oh, Indy is cheap. Indy is cheap. Like you can get like such a good place down here. It's like, yeah, because yeah, no one wants boring. to live there. It's like, what's the main industry in Indianapolis? Like, what do they Steak. export? It, it's like recruiting. conventions recruiting firms like there's a big salesforce office there like tight you're in a regional salesforce uh, office i feel like, like, like it's it's like a big like ernst and young hub like, or something yeah. like that like in a big a big public accounting firm hub 
regional banking infrastructure <laughs> that's like bankrupting every family owned corn plot in a like 800 mile radius like cool if that's what you want to do go right the fuck ahead uh luke i have a question so you know how basically every city city and civilization except for like atlanta was built on some sort of waterway yeah. is there is there any waterway to indy no it's the crossroads of america that that's literally it it's like on the road between like Philadelphia and St. Louis or Pittsburgh so, and St. Louis. So like, that's how, that's how it became popular. Just like as a waypoint. Yeah. It, it, it's, it, I, I don't know the history of Indianapolis. They, to be they needed to, they needed to, there's another place. There's another place. It's not anywhere near a body of water that became very popular as a waypoint stopping point for soldiers going to the West coast. South Bend, Indiana. Denver? Close. No. It's called Las Vegas. Indy ah. needs to rebrand as the Las Vegas of Indiana. <laughs> the, of the, the Midwest. Las Vegas of the Midwest. The Las Vegas of the Midwest. Hell yeah. You got Atlantic City on the East Coast. You got Vegas out in the West. And we'll have what, Indy. What would you what would you call right now? What would be the Las Vegas of the Midwest? If you just had like right now, if you had to like pick one. East Chicago. Austin? <laughs> Does Austin count? It's not Midwest. Okay. What's in the mid? It's in the Midwest. Windsor, Canada. Zone. Oh, that's a good. That's Ooh. really good. Um, but Dubuque, yeah, Iowa. I, I don't think the Indiana voters who believe Jesus rode a triceratops to fight <laughs> the Romans are going to vote for putting a bunch of casinos in Indianapolis, even though like French Lick, East Chicago. And like other various like gambling destinations, Hammond. like still exist. Hammond, yeah. What if you brand them as titty bars and then you just kind of expand <laughs> from there? <laughs> that, that's another big region thing too, but that's because they aren't allowed in Chicago. <laughs> but or I they... don't want to. I don't want to confuse the region with Indianapolis because the region, which is like Gary and like uh you know lake county indiana has like its own like rust belt kind of vibe indianapolis has none of that and zach where you're going with like every city and every civilization up until like this point has had some kind of regional cuisine that you would expect from like any large gathering of people that has existed over a period of time yeah cultural identity at some point indianapolis does not have that, which is insane. Because even Las Vegas, which is a cultural suckhole, has their own kind of hot dog. What is on what? a Las Vegas hot dog? Yeah, what's a Las Vegas hot dog? It's the one that has like mayonnaise, uh, the like Sonoran <laughs> hot dog. The Sonoran hot dog. That's a mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. <laughs> Mayonnaise it's got mayonnaise. Please, please, That's why they call it. the way Luke just said mayonnaise? Mayonnaise. I, I'm, just, I'm slipping back into the Texas character because I still have the Houston pulled <laughs> on the other side of my screen. All right, well, then, the now Sonoran hot dog. That's what I'm talking about. The one that has mayonnaise where the hot dog is wrapped in bacon. It's covered in jalapenos, basically like a Mexican mm, that sounds style really hot good. dog. That sounds really like good, that. actually. I, I actually really go for one of those right now. Um, But... Indy has, I mean, they have the canal, but does it really lead to anything? No, I was saying that they don't have a cuisine. Like the most uh, famous yeah. food product in the entire city is like 
the slightly more spicy cocktail sauce that they serve with the shrimp cocktail at St. Elmo's, which is a steakhouse. Um, since you read a defense of, of uh, Houston, I will read the defense of visitindy.com. <laughs> okay. A city known for fast cars and blockbuster oh. and yeah. blockbuster events has also gained. <laughs> Wait, I can't what? read them. You're just going to laugh the whole time. No, what is going on with your computer what? screen? It's like pulsing <laughs> colors on camera. This is like, awesome. <laughs> oh, oh, there's a commercial on. <laughs> it's for probably something Apple because it's, it's yep, it looks like the, AirPods. the Philips Hue. Light bulb. It, honestly, it looks like we're watching you like inside some like nightclub, like a discotheque. It was a fucking Apple commercial. I apologize. No free ads. No free ads. Okay, Indianapolis, visit Indy.com. A city known for fast cars and blockbuster events has also gained acclaim for a flourishing culinary and brewing scene. Thriving cultural institutions. Awesome. Great. You have like two local IPAs. Every city has two (laughs) local IPAs. Cool neighborhoods and so much more. We invite you to enjoy our legendary midwestern hospitality that's it that's it <laughs> they, no, they opera, no opera no opera no number of subways no number of subways that's it plan your getaway holy shit all right Gross. we're playing uh, the, the actually one... luke you were wrong there is 16th 16th not 12th fort worth texas is 12th Oh, yeah. Which is ridiculous because uh, Dallas is its own body. Yeah, and it's, it's like ninth. eighth. Yeah. Um, yeah, in Indianapolis doesn't really put up a fight for itself. The number one tourist attraction there is a children's museum. Sounds problematic. <laughs> I mean, we have to give India a shout out. It has so much vacant indoor space. They were able to host all of the NCAA tournament last year. That is true. There are a lot of basketball stadiums there. I, I will I give it, give I will it give that. it, I will give it credit. I will give it credit. Lucas oil is a very cool stadium. Nice. They say, and they are, nice aren't Indianapolis. they say something nice about Indianapolis. They're also home to the Bay to the big 10. We are a Midwestern podcast and we like big 10 football. Is that where the, the um, main office is held? I believe so. That's okay. where the main, and I think that's where the NCAA offices are. But we we are a Big Ten, Ooh. we are a Big Ten podcast, but we don't like the NCAA. Say something okay. nice about Indianapolis. My uh, friends Sam and Monica and Tom and Steph live there. Hey guys, Sh- hey. shout out! I'll, I'll come say and visit so, you, even something. though I'm not a big fan of Indianapolis in general. Say say nice. something nice about Indianapolis. Butler basketball, they're kind of cool. Yeah, not I mean, bad. They, I mean, they're they're in the Big East. They play Marquette. You know, not not really a rivalry or anything like that. So like, they're they're kind of cool. Um, say something nice about Indianapolis. My wife's cousin and husband lived there, and we went to their wedding in Indianapolis. In a nice mm. church, Pentecostal church. Enjoyed it. My wife, a cousin. Say something My nice cousin. about Indianapolis. Uh, Gordon Hayward had a shot to win it. That could have gone in. Could've nice, could have gone in. People forget. You um, get a half court shot to win it against Duke. Um, say say something nice about Indianapolis. Carmel, Indiana is nice. Is it? It's it's like a rich suburb. Sure, I don't know. Fishers is like the eighth nicest, first nicest place to live. I think it's number one over Naperville. 
My friend is an orthodontist there. In Fishers, Indiana? Yeah. Don't have to worry about much. Maybe a tornado, but still, they don't even go through there. No, not particularly. No. I mean, you really have you have no weather. It's just boring. It's just flat. Say something nice about Indianapolis. Pretty close to that cool windmill farm. That's in Fowler, Indiana. Yeah, no, but that's I mean, it's between Chicago and Indy, Indianapolis. Oh, say something nice about Indianapolis. If you go there from Chicago, you lose an hour, but when you come back, you gain an hour. It's kind of fun. I think we've said a lot of nice things about Indianapolis, and we've said none about Houston, so I think I've made my point. Say something nice about Houston. Uh, I think Joel Osteen, he opens up his doors to people. Uh, say something nice about Houston. Crisis. Carlos Correa is a great sport and a deserving champion. Oh, say something nice <laughs> about uh, say something nice about Houston. Um, they have a great energy sector. Say something nice about Houston. Uh, Deshaun Watson is an outstanding <laughs> citizen, and um, none of the allegations of him. Uh, you know, it was just a misunderstanding. Hey, say it's something nice. Say something nice about Houston. Davis Mills, his neck, not as large as Mike Lennon's. Say something nice about Houston. At least they're not Detroit. Say something nice about Detroit. Detroit's on the up and up. Detroit is, like, cool again. Like, there's oh, some really cool. great real estate stock so, there. Say something nice about Detroit. At least <laughs> the guy who owns half the city is a good guy. Oh, wait, that's Dan Gilbert. <laughs> Um, all right. Can we talk a little bit about our beloved city, the the Chicago Windy City on Lake Michigan? Because I got a couple Chicago related topics to hit. Oh, my God. I have so many Chicago related topics to hit. Luke, do you want to go first? What do you got? Well, uh, you guys were traveling this past week. Um, I in <laughs> begrudgingly. Our- no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, in our leave of absence, stayed very close to home. I was very busy at work. I had some big projects as the year is wrapping up. But I really got to get in touch with the city where we live. Um, You know, so often as I'm going through it, I sort of take it for granted. You know, I've got my headphones in and I'm a little bit distracted as I'm either running or walking through the city. Um, but when I went to the downtown on Thursday, I forgot my headphones and I needed to walk to target from my office. And I I really got to embrace the sonic tapestry of the city around us. Um, it, it began when I left my car in a parking garage. I was bringing in some gifts for coworkers that were kind of bulky. So I needed to drive my car in. Um, and the person I was sharing the elevator with was on a phone call. I mean, it was just the two of us, so I couldn't help but overhearing. I mean, I didn't have my headphones, but fact of the matter is like, I was just getting straight facts from the beginning of the day. She told, she was talking on the phone and said, listen, the two most important, two most important people in your life are the person you marry and the person you have your kids by. And I'm like, that's straight facts. Like (laughs) those are two people that you really need to, you know, have your kids by or have your kids with have your kids by. It was an interesting prepositional choice to be certain. Okay. Like have your kids be Y or B I 
be have white. Your kids, you know, have your kids. Or, have your, have your, have your kids no, no, make no. sure to have your kids. Bye. B Y E. Bye, kids. Have your kids. Bye. Bye, kids. No, make sure that no, no, no. That's what she's saying. She said, make sure to have your kids on the bye week. Uh, yes. the, yeah, that's what she's trying to say. That makes sense. All right, I'm back in. It's um, a smart but, lady. But then, then I was walking to Target from my office. It's about like two and a half blocks. Um, and I, I didn't have my headphones. And whenever that happens, like, I'm not sure what it is about me. Maybe it, I have just like a non-threatening aura. Maybe it's my boyish features. But th- this dude walked up to me and, you know, like I thought he was going to like hit me up for money or something. But he like came up to me behind my left shoulder and just started immediately engaging me in a conversation. And I- I'm oh. a marketer, but this guy is a born marketer. So nice. he walks up to me and just starts by saying, you know how they got these fitness formula clubs? That's because your fitness is a formula, a formula for your success. So it all makes sense. And I'm like, I, I told him like, yeah, yeah, absolutely true. And he said, and, and then you know what? They've got these 24-hour 7-Elevens and 24-hour Walgreens. One of them should say that they're working 25 hours 7 because that means that they're working an extra hour for you. And I'm yes. like, wow. Damn, that is straight facts. And then the light changed and it shifted from uh, the stop sign to the walk sign. And then he fully turned to face me as he was backing up into the crosswalk. And he was like, and then you know about the electron microscopes they got. And I was like, true. Go on. (laughs) And then the last thing he said is, you know about those microchips in our arms. (laughs) If he said that, it would have made more sense than the electron microscopes, but then he just like disappeared into the city. And then I went to target and saw a man purchase at least $10,000 worth of $50 visa gift cards. <laughs> so so it, it's really about just like perceiving the things around you, you know, the, the characters that make up the, the, the story, the grand stage of our lives. So that's what's going on in Chicago. Just some cool people doing some cool ass things. So which of those three people did you hire to work at your advertising firm? The, the guy the who, buying the, the prepaid gift cards, the guy buying the prepaid gift cards, because it seemed I, like he, he knew some things about taxes that I don't. <laughs> <laughs> the city speaks to you. All you have to do is listen, Luke. I think that's what we learned today. Absolutely. The city, uh, the, the city spoke to me and it says just said trash. <laughs> New York City trash. Yeah, says, if, if, if Nashville could speak, it would just it would just be a bunch of like twenty eight year old women screaming woo. <laughs> Wee! What Wee! New York said to you is that hey, we're gonna give you a free cup. You just gotta reach out and be able to catch it. <laughs> I did um, get a free cup at Wicked after I paid fifteen dollars for a white claw. I'm not kidding. Uh, oof. They Oof. talk about New York City prices. <laughs> no respect, huh? Um, do you guys want to hear about when the city spoke to me? Yes. Uh, well, the city spoke to me when I attended a Chicago Bears versus Arizona Cardinals Ugh, football God. game Ugh. on December fifth. And I'm we not going to talk, talk about, about this. I'm not going to talk about football. I just want to talk to you about how the city spoke to me. Please. 
I, I'm more interested in how the city spoke to you than we, how we, we know the Bears lost. How then 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 what choice words you spoke to the Bears that day? Yeah, I did. I actually didn't even have any choice words because I was in the 300 level, and it seems kind of silly to yell down to the field <laughs> from the 300 level um, criti- criticisms you might have about the team. So Why I just are you them. running a zone read? It's catharsis, man. Like. You're screaming into the void, but you're getting it out of your stomach. And that makes you feel good sometimes. Get it out of your soul and into the ether. Get people talking about it. Get it out of your soul and down into the 200 section with your beer. (laughs) So it was Toilette's first ever Bears game. Uh, We ended up parking about a mile and a half from Soldier Field, which is Mm -hmm. not. What a lovely fan experience. Honestly, like it was kind of. Like if anyone has never been before, it it's impossible to get anywhere remotely close to Soldier Field. So you're mm. almost always parking at least a mile away and then making kind of a pilgrimage to um, you, Soldier Field. But it was you, kind of cool. You want to know what sucks, too, is that if you're from like the suburbs and you take the train in, you're also like another three miles away from the stadium when you finally get into the city and you can't get dropped off anywhere near anywhere near the no. stadium. You Although Luke, red, you take the CTA to Roosevelt. That's still that's still like that is still like t- like a mile and a half to two miles from the stadium. That is a twenty five minute walk nonstop from that from from the Roosevelt stop. Yeah, maybe if more Americans could sustain a twenty five. Oh minute fuck walk. off! Oh fuck <laughs> off! Luke, do you Luke? Do you remember the time you picked me up from the airport and dropped me off right at? right at soldier field and i made it in time for a noon kickoff i was flying yeah. back from mississippi they were playing the dolphins that day that was a december they, game that was a bold choice that was a december game and i went with my buddy from college who is a dolphins fan and the bears got beaten badly by the dolphins that's rough. by the dolphins at home in the winter well, time but toilet go please speaking of other sad bears losses this ended up being another one um, but I just want to kind of highlight um, the exciting things that we saw um, on our on our pilgrimage to Soldier Field, which, as you mentioned, Soldier's Field, Soldier's Field. So thank you for your service. It's not the most accessible um, stadium by any means. Uh, it was kind of no. cool to walk in with a hordes of other um, Bears fans. I want you to guess. I know you're not going to get it. If you, I gave you a thousand guesses, you would not guess the most random bears jersey that we <laughs> Oh, please, please, give me give me three give me three guesses. Okay. Give me three guesses. I'll give okay, you a please. couple. Do you- okay, yeah, can you can you give me any hints that wouldn't give it away? Sure. Um I would say this player played in the last 20 years. Oh fuck. Um <laughs> Adam um, Archuleta. Oh, that would have been a really good one. <laughs> okay, uh, okay, fuck. Um Jerry Azuma. Uh, I would have loved to see a Jerry Azuma yeah, jersey. Uh, the segment shit. is uh, just for us. Shit, <laughs> shit. really um, is. Um, okay, offense or defense? Or special offense. teams? Offense. Offense. Um, skill position or line? Skill position. Okay. Um, pass catcher or running back? Pass catcher. Okay, pass catcher. Um, pass catcher, 20 years. Really obscure Bernard Berrien. No, I think okay. Wait, let me get, let me get, let me get, let me get. Uh, oh, wait, this guy's even more irrelevant than him. More irrelevant for sure. Oh, um, Devin Aroma should do. No, think more notorious than relevant. Oh, oh my. what's um, his name? What's his name? Shit. Notorious. Oh, I know who you're talking Pass about. Pass catcher last 20 years. Notorious. Who is the guy who sold cocaine? 
Oh, uh, Sam Hurd. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if the oh, guy was. Oh, wait, 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 Luke. Sam Hurd Sr. Sam Hurd Jr. I think he's Sam Hurd Sr. Okay. Um, I don't know if it was um, ironic or not, but yes, um, Luke is correct. On December 14th, almost exactly 10 years ago, 2011, Hurd was arrested in Chicago for allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> to purchase serious weight <laughs> to distribute and purchase large quantities of cocaine and marijuana sad incredible um that that's an incredible jersey i assume that there has to be a layer of irony there if not even better i would love to interview if you were the man who attended the bears cardinals game wearing a sand <laughs> and you're listening jersey, and you're listening please DM me at Fowler World Peace on Instagram. We'd um, love to have you on the show. We'd love to have you. Heard was sentenced to 15 years in prison, and he is currently incarcerated in Federal Correctional Institution in Bastrop, Texas. He will be He's released still in jail in 2025. Oh shit! That's crazy. God. That's around the corner. Right around the corner. I'm yeah, shocked he hasn't gotten three out earlier. years in prison right around the corner. Sure. <laughs> imagine. Well, like I mean, how... Imagine back in 2010 when we figured this out. Yeah, we thought 25, 2025 was a lifetime away. <laughs> like, oh, shit, man. We're all going to be beep, beep, beep. We don't want to give away our age. We have said that we turned 30 this year. <laughs> um, the other notable thing that we saw. What? In the stadium was yeah. a stadium puker. Have you guys ever seen a stadium puker before? Oh yeah, I saw one at uh, I saw one at uh, Hines Field. It was awesome. Have I, have I seen one, buddy? I've been one. one. <laughs> <laughs> this guy just kind of leaned like he was not looking well. He just kind of <sighs> leaned over and puked on the empty chair next to him. Oh! Didn't even get up. He just puked on the chair next to him. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he leaned back because uh, you were in the 300 level that he went all the way up to the top and did it over the side of the stadium. <laughs> that Wait, was... man, that's a, that's a great, that is a great move, Luke. <laughs> that was, uh, that was pretty cool. Oh my uh, God. That's like that, that gif of that guy who's like the really fat guy sitting at like a dolphins game. And he's like, got his hand over his mouth. And he's just like blowing <laughs> chunks. Yeah. yeah. Oh, trying to hold it in, just slowly puking all over himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, my. Oh, God. Um, the other things we saw, which was just an exciting thing to see in the wild, was um, a couple Southside Chicago guys, like, you know, white New Balances, dad jeans, and, like, the <laughs> oldest starter Bears jacket I've ever seen in my life. And a couple of them were also wearing, like, the incredibly sweat-stained, sun-faded dad hat. You guys know what I'm talking about? absolutely like why do guys wear those in public like if you're fishing or doing yard work fine but like you're gonna wear the most disgusting salt sweat sun stained dad hat like in public what is up it's a virtue signal it it shows your achievement as Ah. as a yard worker oh okay this is a point of pride exactly okay Uh, my bears hat is easily my most sun faded and sweat stained hat and you, you wear that on, on more of the uh, divisional games, the working class games. Maybe it's like the navy dye, but I feel like that blue fades more quickly than some of the other hats that I have. Hmm, and it shows the salt. 
like way faster. I don't know. Maybe it's symbolic of how the bears tend to fade as the season goes on too. True. I, I, can we talk about something? I, that's why we have a podcast. This is a podcast. I (laughs) absolutely, I absolutely hate the December primetime game. The bears get every fucking year at home. And they're always out of contention and it's just, fucking brutal it's it's usually like thursday night against the cowboys or something like that but like they it is just the most it is the most miserable game to watch it is the absolute most miserable game as a fan like i am so i mean i'm so fed up with Nagy, but i'm also just fed up with this team in general like i'm just like look i love akeem hicks just i just go like go play somewhere else you know, like all these guys who make up the team right now, just like, can we, can you guys just go play somewhere else? Like whatever iteration of this isn't working. It's like the, it's like the Denzel Valentine iteration of the bulls or whatever, you know, like that, that group of the bulls, you're like, this team isn't going anywhere and it's tired and frustrating to watch it. Can we just like, can we just hit the reset button? Like, keep the guys, keep the guys who matter. Keep Zach Levine, keep Justin Fields, keep the guys that matter. And then just like, you're not going to be able to trade a lot of people, but like, just get new bodies in and see what happens. Like that's at that that point. Blew up the front office. And that's what the bears need to do too. We we were on record. They're going to do. Yeah. They're going to do, they're going to do that. But like, it's, you know what I mean though? Like even if somebody new comes in and wants to keep like some of the guys, like, you think they're going to do that? Emery's yeah. gone. You mean Ryan Pace? No. Uh, the GM. Phillips? Phillips. No, Ryan. Oh, Ted Phillips? Right? Yeah. Yeah, no, he's he's not the GM. He's the president of, like, I, the team. I, I've had two whiskeys now. I promise you, yeah, Drunk no, Luke, no, 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 here that's I am. Fine. Who's Ryan Pace's boss between him Ted, and McCaskey? Ted, Ted Phillips. Phillips. But Ted, they're saying, that the, they're saying that Ted is going to move over to this, like, more, like, um, business operations, but not football. Meaning, like he's no, 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 no. Meaning he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna do like he's gonna wrap up the stadium deal and then be done. So then, what they're gonna do is they're gonna bring in somebody who's gonna be above. If they keep pace, which they, I think it's fifty fifty that they do that. To be honest, they're gonna no, they're gonna bring somebody in above him. But if you were Pace and they bring somebody in above you, would you stay? Probably not. Would I stay? I mean, is he going to get another NFL GM job right now? I don't think so. Not right now, but he'll get on somebody else's staff. So I guess maybe he does stay. Anyways, <laughs> but like Nagy, Nagy's gone for sure. Yeah. However, like I just I, I think they're they're gonna bring they're gonna bring somebody in to like change up the 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 leadership structure i don't even fucking know if that matters like does it really even matter like at the end of the day like we need some coach who's going to get like the best out of fields like watching what harbaugh is doing with this huntley kid is just like if you had if Nagy was like 75 percent harbaugh like imagine what he could get more out of justin fields that's that's what i see like when i look around the league like even the Washington football team ah, right now are playing pisses me off with a like, fucking quarterback. Yes. Thank you. Thursday and they score 17 Fuck. points. Washington like doesn't deserve Ron Rivera. Mildly like, competent. 
Uh, like we score three points and it's like, like we, we were excited Offensive about Taylor genius. Heineke. Duh. Yeah, um, a couple notes from uh, the Monday night game. I thought it was really? hilarious that we were down minus nine in turnovers in the last three games. That obviously is not very good. We are not getting turnovers, but we also turned the ball over nine times. We have gone eight straight games without a quarter one touchdown, which I think is kind of hard to do. It's Bears football, baby. If you don't That's like Bears that, football. you don't like Bears football. I'm sorry. Right now, if, if you're listening at home, you're hearing percussive noises. I'm banging my microphone against my large five head. Speaking you, of banging your head against the wall, the thing that I am most proud of in my relationship with Toilette um, is that I have turned her into an announcer hater. Um, Brian Greasy criticized the personal Ducks. foul uh, that the Bears committed. And then minutes later, uh, Tevin Jenkins commits a personal foul. DJ. And he praised him for de- for de- for defending uh, Justin Fields. Just the fucking dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. At one point during the primetime game on Sunday, uh, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman just said, tailgating football. And then it went to commercial break. <laughs> That's what they said. The Bears, spot, spot the, line, the, the Bears are a football team. If they play football, that's 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 in the eye of the beholder. Fucking hell! Feel man. it, smell it, football. <laughs> um, yeah, Bears are sad. I don't want to talk about the Bears. I do. get clean pee from your housekeeper. Do you guys remember that video? No. That the picnic face video. No. That's where Sounds football is a sport. Go Packers. Packers. Yeah, that's where that comes from. <laughs> Got it. Um, I have a couple more topics today. I don't know if you guys want to hit something else. Uh, Zach has had talking about Dune uh, since episode 49, which was probably three months ago. Do you want to talk about Dune, Zach? I've forgotten about it. Okay, sick. Did you read it? Uh, I have actually, I have read it and whoa, uh, saw the movie. Don't you have to be fluent in Dothraki to be able to understand what the characters say to each other? That would be Game of Thrones. Ah, okay. So, no. Uh, Luke, you saw French Dispatch, as did I. What'd you think? Uh-huh. It was good. Big Wes Anderson hours. The only thing Where I'll does- say is that um, I think Wes Anderson has a thing for lady cops. Mm. I think that's like been a recurring theme in his movies where there are women like in hot, uniform women in uniform definitely definitely it's, it's definitely his thing nice it's cool to see other people's wee, fetishes wee, live on there like a cop yeah where does it rank in the grand scheme of all wes anderson films in your opinion in the grand budapest hotel of wes anderson films in my mind um i would say fifth or sixth okay right middle of the pack ish yeah middle of the pack ish i thought it was good i thought the different vignettes were interesting yeah i thought that jeffrey wright was really good oh god what i'm watching the video of the fan that fat guy puking on himself nice (laughs) at a boy a mid-worst podcast Watching a video of a fat guy puking on himself. 
Tune into the podcast next week. This week on SNL, <laughs> the fat guy puking on himself. Honestly, would be would be better than sixty percent of SNL sketches if they just got that really drunk guy to go there and go like this and be like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> "This is exactly what it looks like." Zach, you sent me a link to a 30-second advertisement preceding the video. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Sorry. This is the ad is here. longer than the video itself. Oh, my gosh. Luke, do you want to... I bet you you probably loved hearing that, the frat house. It was That was a little, like, before when I got to like my college party days, lollipop was the big one. It was, it, we, we had moved beyond. What was, what was that one? The Carter like two? A G, like a G6, like a G6, like a G6. Uh, 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 I'm feeling so fly, like a G6. Toilet, let's talk about uh, whiskey. Like a G6, like a G6. Uh, 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 I'm feeling so fly, like a um, I would like G6. to talk about whiskey. Sure, when you guys um, have the chance to go to an open bar, whether it be a work event or pour myself a whiskey. A wedding, um, anytime you're allowed to just kind of, you know, anything that's available, you can just kind of have whatever you want. What's your go to, Zach, for? Fuck Russell um, Wilson. Thank you for that. Yep. Fuck Russell Wilson. Agree. Um, what's your go to open God bar move? What do you do? Uh, my open bar move? Yeah. Um, it's a good question. Maybe I'll start. I'll start off with the cocktail for sure. Maybe I might like if they have like an old fashioned available. Maybe I'll get an old fashioned. Okay. Well, I'm glad you brought that up. That's kind of my go to of an old fashioned uh, kind of a whiskey on ice, something pretty simple, just to kind of get the blood flowing, but also to make the alcohol count early on the night because who knows um, if the open bar is going to close. If there's like a cash limit, I was at a work event with Toilette's firm. And they said there, you know, the, the the a certain amount of money had been put up as a front, and then once that cap had been reached, then people had to start paying for their drinks. So I that's kinda... that sucks from a work event. Sucks. So I started drinking whiskey on ice. Hell and... yeah, smart, good move. <laughs> and Toilette criticized me. She's like, "Well, everyone, like, we're all sharing this tab, and you don't want to like help us get <laughs> to the, the the cap earlier." I'm like, "I'm gonna have like." three or four whiskeys i'm not gonna have like 25 and like run up the tab myself like, i i love it i love it toilet pulling out the hammer and sickle to criti- criticize our, <laughs> our criticize tab. our 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 tab zach you're a little hot when you're putting the mic that close to your mouth i think you just lost the fantasy football matchup because of russell wilson so i did i did started. i just lost the fantasy. well i beat toilet but i just lost in my <laughs> league so Art. dumb i so i can't dumb. i can't i i can't like russell wilson just okay keep going toilet sorry i don't want to talk about this anymore um so yeah in general i like whiskey on ice as a move and i feel like i've not right. been teased for it lately as much as i used to be for watering down whiskey but i just want to tell all the haters right now i don't give a shit i'm gonna put whiskey on ice because that's the way i like it i like it cold and chilled and by the end when it's kind of watered down 
you know what? That's okay too. It just because it's going to get watered down. I don't give a shit. I don't want your fucking rocks you put in your freezer that makes your whiskey cold without nope without cooling it down. Like fuck you. I don't want that. Um, those make it taste me, worse. Those make it taste like fucking rocks. I don't want that. Um, tastes like rocks. I, I the, the what I always like counter those people with like uh, oh I, I I drink whiskey neat is that um, many uh, scotch connoisseurs and scotch blenders and uh, scotch people tend to put like a little bit of cold water into scotch because it helps express the taste a little bit more. Nice. Um, It helps expand the flavor profile a little bit. Um, Also, fuck you. Yeah, if to we're gonna the, drink all the haters. If we yeah, yeah. If we want to drink warm drinks, then we would never have gone for our independence in 1776. We'd be a bunch of Brits <laughs> drinking warm drinks all the time. Yeah, warm beer. Fuck you. Yeah, warm beer, warm cider, warm liquor. Like, get out of here. We 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 won the war. We created ice. Like, we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> enjoy our drinks ice. our way. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. Tell them we invented ice by exploring the western seaboard. Okay, I think that's how it went. We had to buy Alaska to invent ice so that <laughs> we could bring it to the world. It's the only reason we have Alaska. Only benefit it has. Yeah, that is the only thing that is in Alaska. It's definitely <laughs> not oil and delicious seafood oil delicious seafood and a proximity to russia definitely not any, definitely not any of those and a proximity i guess to north korea too well if russia was so concerned about it, they shouldn't have sold it to us oh maybe they should have connect maybe they should have kept that land bridge connected too i mean global warming it was going to happen eventually liberal um, of the year <laughs> Have you ever gone on the Google Maps of like the like far outposts of the Aleutian Islands? Never. No. There, there's just like some wild stuff out there. It's just like all military bases and post offices <laughs> calling me calling me a liberal. It's all socialism out there. It's all government funded <laughs> stuff. It's like isn't that is it like the post office like the number one employer and like the most uh like You're the gross gross amount of gross amount of towns you know it's America. okay i actually just saw the map of like the largest employer in every single state walmart basically it's either walmart target state's university system or a very large state affiliated health system within that state and then in Nevada, it's MGM Resorts. <laughs> nice, Brat. That's why Nevada uh, rocks. And, and, and let me let me get let me guess. In in Texas, it's got to be like, like they Prisons. like they. I was gonna. <laughs> wow. I was gonna Texas say. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. It's got to be like. It's gonna be like the the Houston like Department of Transportation, which is just fixing potholes houston road service no in texas houston road service of course in in michigan it's general motors what what about illinois is it abbott walmart 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 illinois is a big state most of it is walmart country (laughs) 
Um, <clears throat> I don't want to put any pressure on our uh, editor in chief, Luke Fowler here, but um, given that this is the week of the holiday season kicking off with Christmas, I was wondering if you Christ boys want, want to talk a little bit of the holiday season coming up. Yeah, let's talk Christmas. I mean, who knows if we have time over the next week, we might record a Christmas special. If we can, if we can slide Christmas come this time this year. People, Our, forget, uh, people forget last year I potted over Christmas with COVID. True. People forget we did a Christmas song draft that absolutely brought the house down with controversy. So please, if you have not listened to last year's draft, please go back into the archives and do so. It's really worth your time. I'm holding my microphone like the guy from Let's Get Ready to Rumble. <laughs> Bruce Buffer. All sure. of your words are going to be produced backwards, but that's a choice. <laughs> Just like how plugging in your dehumidifier upside down will turn it into a humidifier. <laughs> that's, that's correct. Everyone knows that. Um, so I want to do a little social experiment. Um, Zach, do you feel like you oh. had a... Go give me some socialism. Did you feel like you had a good childhood? Yes or no? Yes. Luke, did you feel like you had a good childhood? Yes or no? My entire life has been charmed, dude. <laughs> it's been, <laughs> has like, it been has it been smooth sailing? Has it been fully or semi charmed? It's a semi charmed with Kimel. No, because that would imply that I do meth. Crystal meth. Meth. Yeah, meth. Meth. Uh, no. Charmed you did go to school in Indiana, here. but. But you don't do meth. You went to Indiana, but you survived meth. Not a meth. That's the stereotype I overcome. I went to Indiana. I don't do meth. (laughs) Dare, dare to resist (laughs) meth. Okay, Charlie, keep going. Okay, feel like you're going somewhere with this. I am going somewhere with this. So, um, overall, Zach, you just went on a cross country trip to get into the holiday spirit. Would you say overall you enjoy the Christmas season? Yes or no? Absolutely, yes. Okay, Luke, same question. Do you enjoy the Christmas spirit? I'm about to probe my nose for the fourth time this week to ensure that I'm not tracking COVID back into my house so that I can enjoy Christmas with my family. So, yes, I I like Christmas. Okay, so the transitive property, people who had good childhoods are people who like Christmas. Would you guys agree with that? Might be a bit of a stretch to overgeneralize, but in this in this um, sample size, sure. In in the United States, you know what? I'll I'll just go there. Like, Christmas, he's going uh, permission granted. I I definitely need permission to go here because I think that people who enjoy Christmas as a religious celebration, I think, would expand the aperture of that, but within the US, like as a very family centric and as a very money centric holiday, I, I think that and how people define like having a good childhood, I, I, I think that is like a that's a fair assumption. Yeah, I think that was just kind of the thesis statement I wanted to come out with was uh, Toilette had a very nice childhood. She has two very supportive parents and a very loving brother. Um, They just went on a trip together to Florida because they enjoy spending so much time together. They voluntarily spend time together. And I think I'm just ready to come out and admit that I'm just not really into Christmas. I kind of just kind of play along. I think I'm the only 
house on my street that doesn't have lights outside. I didn't even purchase a tree this year. I'm just not Sir. really in the Christmas spirit, boys. I don't know what else to say. My childhood was not outstanding, but it wasn't the worst. There's certainly people who had it harder than me, but I think my overall uh, claim statement is people who had um, above average childhoods are typically people who get more into Christmas than others. You know what, Toilet? I'm going to I'm going to stand in solidarity with you here because in in, in my own circumstances, I I am not fully in the Christmas spirit this year either. I think that the joy of Christmas and and we've talked about this together where you really like giving people gifts and and that's how like one of the ways that you like express love to people like the joy of Christmas is best when you're sharing it with other people things like like doing like our own rituals like decorating or giving gifts and wrapping gifts and going shopping and like traveling together around the holidays and doing all that stuff it's really hard to buck up for that when it's just like you doing it for yourself versus when you're sharing that experience and like whether that's with your family or with your chosen family or with your partner or whomever like it needs to be a shared experience in order to be meaningful otherwise it's just like why the fuck am i doing this for myself yeah, I think, like you said, Christmas is not necessarily uh, the spirit. It's the friends we met along the way. And I think there's just been a lot of undercurrents of family drama that I've been dealing with lately, which is not really making me very excited to go spend um, X amount of time and dollars and, um, you know, investment with them in the next couple of days because I'm generally not looking forward to it. I'd much rather be here on the mic with you boys um, chopping it up and practicing some material for SNL. So to anyone else out there who maybe is not getting themselves into the Christmas spirit, please feel free to decline an invitation. Go spend time with the people who you choose to spend time with um, or even by yourself and with some pets because um, we all think we need some recharge time as we get ready for what is sure to be a very different 2022. And and you know what, man? Like I, I will say that your experience like in this is far more common than even like the idyllic like family Christmas experience because for many people the time around the holidays is a time where people see spikes in anxiety and depression and mental health crises it's a time where those issues tend to like escalate very acutely and I, I think it's because of like the pressure where it's like you're supposed to be happy or like you're supposed to feel this way around this and you're supposed to have like all of these things, this like beautiful family, et cetera, et cetera. Like it, it like really wears on people. And yeah, I, it's I, like it's the like, expectations are, were, are harder than the actual holiday itself. Yeah, precisely. And especially if you're going through financial struggles too, which is something that a lot of people are faced with. Like we're very lucky, but the, the fact of the matter is, like, the, it, the the financial pressures around the holidays, too, especially with how society treats Christmas, is, is felt very strongly by people. Yeah, you mean consumer, consumer Christmas? Yeah, I, I mean, 
Christmas is a time of consumerism. I saw a guy buy $10,000 worth of Visa gift cards at a Target <laughs> at 8 o'clock in the morning. And a bottle say... of Jacar Noir. <laughs> <laughs> He's about to make a lot of people's Christmases very, very joyful. It's smelly. <laughs> but, but, but seriously, dude. Um, you know, like, honestly, like, Thoughts are with you and with all people who are struggling through the holiday season. Like that's that's who honestly needs it. Peace and love. Amen. Amen, brother. Amen. And it's not a shot at anyone who does look forward to Christmas or, you know, is spending it exactly the way they want to. That is, I think, what all people want this time of year. But maybe just be mindful that that is not exactly how everyone is approaching this holiday season and continue to reach out to family and loved ones and friends. Maybe you haven't spoken to in a while and just continue to touch base and make sure that everyone um, feels heard from and loved this holiday season because we all deserve that. As toilet would say, call your mothers, call your mothers. Great pod. Love you guys. Call call your mothers, call your friends, call People who you call, call your, your friends, job. call your neighbors. Mark Burley has a perfect game going into the ninth inning. Sorry, okay. <laughs> that was an esoteric reference, but seriously, reach out to someone you haven't reached out with. Who deserves a call? Give them a call. Give them a text, I, and uh, I'll give you. I'll be giving you boys a call as, later on. As Ari Gruber in Milwaukee says, "One call, that's all." He's an injury lawyer. And with a deep fly to left field. Just that Leon. Alright, love you boys. Love you boys. Love you too. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Cause her uniform pants were so tight. She read me Melorites. She put me in a car. She cut off all the lights. She said I had the right to remain silent. Now I gotta holler. Sounding like a siren. Talking about She the law, and she know I'm the ball, and she know I get high, above the law, and she know I'm wrong, she know I'm from the street, and all she want me to do is fuck the police, talking about we, we.